part of blindsidepods.com. Local radio plays roulette with answering calls. Is Murchison losing his mojo? Okay, so let's hear it. (laughs) (laughs) The new studio is ready and Jerry Callahan has returned. Good columnist should write more. This is the Minifan Show Week in Review for the week ending October 4th, 2019. I'm DEC. I was uh, glad to see Mike sitting over there laughing at nothing. <laughs> doing his job. It's funny. Robinson, He's a funny guy. Robinson laughing at nothing. I have, you got co- your, I have correctly put people in the you, position you, you I want them to, to be have, in. You used to have one sock puppet, Ken Laird. Now you right. get two. Yeah. Yes. That's why you're so happy. Correct. Nobody no, ever so, talks back. You don't think he's funny? He's a funny guy. Nobody ever talks back. He's funny, but I mean, you 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 make friggin' Robin Quiver sound like Bob Ryan. You sit there. It's a weird reference. Hilarious. Yeah. What are you so angry about, Jerry? The Fuck national people aren't going to get the relax. Bob Ryan reference. Just relax. Okay, give me a serious person. Who's a serious person? I know Bob Murchison. Very serious. There you go. There you go. It overshadowed everything this week. Jerry Callahan sat in on Friday's Kirk Menahan show. For those new to the podcast, Jerry Callahan was a fixture on WEEI for a quarter of a century, first paired with John Dennis and later podcast Jesus himself. During his multi-decade run, shows with Callahan bested all comers, including Howard Stern. After a dip the earlier part of the decade, the Dennis and Callahan show was rejuvenated by the emergence of their third man in, Kirk Menahan. When Dennis retired in 2016, the rechristened Kirk and Callahan produced monster ratings. But success attracts enemies and an activist, a columnist, and a baseball team put an end to the program. First with Menahan's removal and then the summer's dismissal of Callahan. Things started off with the Dino Munchkin story. You comfortable? You okay? You want the water? It is kind of uncomfortable. You want a munchkin? Yeah. We have munchkins. Do you? Do you like munchkins? No, I don't. <laughs> you don't? What do you think of them? Actually, I do. Did you tell the whole story on I the did. air? I did, yeah, yeah, on yeah the, well, Not but, on the air, on the podcast. But I defended you. If you listen to the story, I said it was to the point where John had done this so many days in a row that it became a sort of inside joke between the two of us. Enough, would, Dean. I'm not going to eat the munchkins. They're garbage. <laughs> he would bring them in every single fucking day. Right. And he'd be and, sh- shilling them on the air. But you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah, I told those stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. would he bring it up? Like, oh, these munchkins yes. sure are good. No, there was no subtle. It was, yeah. It's like the mac and cheese thing. There was no subtlety to it whatsoever. He'd be like, yeah, you know, we should try these delicious munchkins. Yeah. And we were finally like, fuck <laughs> you. Like, enough with the fucking munchkins. What are we going to do? Uh, and he'd deal with like 40 of them during the break. He could eat. <laughs> well, that that's what happened. We had three uh, sandwiches from McDonald's. I think it was McDonald's. Could have been somewhere else, but. Our producer left three sandwiches. Oh, that's right. And, I forgot that part. I you forgot. You yours, and you picked it apart the way you do, and took the cheese out, and then right. you nibbled on don't it like it. a little twelve-year-old Mike, don't laugh at that. I'm sorry. Uh, don't laugh at this. Not funny. So there's two others, you. and <laughs> it's you know he brought them in at five in the morning, and I'm not ready to eat it, so I'm saving it till like eight. You know, right? And I go back to the bag with the sandwiches. Yours is gone. You took it, and there's no. It's empty. I forgot empty. this part, yeah. And I go, what the hell happened to my sandwich? And Dino says, I ate it. I go, didn't, didn't you have one? He goes, yeah, I was still hungry. And I go, what the <laughs> fuck? And I'm pissed. I'm like, that was my sandwich, the my fuck? breakfast. And he says, come on, have a munchkin instead. <laughs> That's what it was. That's right. <laughs> that weekend, Dino, I'm guessing this is pre-rehab, obliterated, went after Mark Bertrand on Twitter 
Oh yeah, remember that? Like just like you fat. That, that was the fuck. same. I had a meeting about. I was with about you. Munchkins That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm separate saying. Separate from, and you guys had another meeting about Dino attacking right. Bertrand. Right. So I go in with Dino. Dino was a master at this point. We go in, and Dino. I, I'm. We're thinking Dino's gonna get fired over the weekend because he went today. He'd be fucked for that. Right. Like, he went all in, and we go into the meeting, and Dino's like, "I got to tell you, he's like, I'm worried about my safety." It's like people are attacking me and my right. wife. My wife. Security. We walked out. I thought he was going to get fired. And Phil Zachary is offering him like full-time security. I'm Apologizing. Like, yeah, he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm what? so sorry. And then Jerry, did you get suspended or not? No, he, he, he talked about suspending me. I said, for what? I just made fun of a munchkin. You know, right. I love the coffee and everything. I just made fun of a little donut hole. We'll have plenty more with Jerry Callahan as the program continues. We've been alerted to the fact that... Um, Bob Murchison is once again contacting advertisers. Right. David Portnoy infamously said over the summer that if Kirk Menahan stopped saying the words Bob Murchison for six months, the problems this activist created would go away. For the most part, Menahan has been mum on the portfolio manager and transgender rights activist. As Menahan told Portnoy, silence would not be enough to placate this individual, and Kirk came into possession of tapes sent to advertisers. On Tuesday, the gang went over some of these tapes and discovered Murchison may not have the power he once had. What's number two here? Set it up. This next clip is uh, Bob has headlined this one, Mrs. Geary's Face. Isn't it oh, funny that Steve, boy. Steve's setting this up the same way? <laughs> by the way, I am offended by this one. But Steve's setting this up the same way we get like bad radio. I love it. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, there's a draft of mics going on. I love, I love the fact that... We're now so cross-pollinated that Murchison sending emails to advertisers about Mike's mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably easy for her then. What's your mom, what's your mom gonna get you for your birthday? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't? I do not. Oh. Nope, no idea. Could your mom, if, if, I was thinking of this, not even, this is not even a joke, I'm serious. I'm actually asking a serious question about your mother. It does mm -hmm. not involve you entering her, or ejaculating on her face Jesus or her titties oh or anything. Gosh. What? Jesus. I'm, Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm asking Christ. a serious question. Yes, it sounds like. How do you Go feel? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's a big difference between uh, Barstool and EEI is that you making fun of my mom and Bob Murchison using that clip only enhanced the amount you're making fun of her. <laughs> we wouldn't true. be talking about her right now if, if it wasn't for Bob Murchison. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, do I even have do I have to defend these things or like? Yeah, yes. I mean, I mean, uh, are you yourself. are you allowed to talk about uh, Mike jacking off on or no, ejaculating on his be. mother's face? No, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Here's the thing, okay? I'm going to say it once, just once. Mm -hmm. Mike, don't don't listen, okay? I don't think Mike is really having sex with his mom. What? Shh. Can I come back now? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, what What's up? No, no, nothing, nothing. Like you know, I was just saying that there's a chance. That, you know, some people might even who listen every day might not really think you're having sex with your mom. It's kind of a wacky joke within the show. Murchison's technique was to cold email people who worked for specific advertisers. This led Geary to discuss what he thought he would have done as a server at Friendly's, and Kirk reminisced on how good he thought their food was. What it is. How good is Friendly's, though, by the way, parenthetically? It's good. It's so great. The ice ice cream. Why is Friendly's not connected with it? Why? Why isn't Friendly's connected with, like, Harry and Kate's generation? I don't get it. I don't fucking I don't get know. it. I it think... frustrates me. The one in Waltham... I bring Kate to swimming at Bentley and on the way back it was open for a while it closed we go every once in a while I fucking love Friendly's the yeah. hamburgers are great their food fucking, just never took off I don't know, it's good reason. though it I is think good. the younger generation just wants too much from their ice cream 
DC, you've got that? <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Robinson discovered that Murchison had been doing some intense research on a contributor's wife. In keeping with the theme of these cuts, he's going after Blind Mike. He's going after me. Good. Uh, one of these cuts... Am I being left alone here again? No, you're not it's being not left alone. One of these cuts contains the uh, original surname of Dave Cullinane's wife. But, but, so think about this. He's, he's pulling up a file. On, that's fucked up. He, he's searching for Dave Cullinane's wife's Facebook profile. What? How is he finding again, this? Again, that's per good point, Steve. This is, again, what you're dealing with. This is what I've dealt with for the last couple of years. This fucking drove me wandering around Wedgemere Station because of this fucking level of madness. Now I can laugh at it. Yeah. He's a fucking loser. But if you're Dave or, or his wife, first of all, think of what Dave's wife has gone through anyway. She right. had sex with Cullinane. Right. Allegedly. Well, I tried and defending then, her in this clip. <laughs> at, at this point, we've, we're at a level of cyber stalking. Like you yes. and everyone in your world. Well, now it's creepy. It's, well, creepy. I, can it's, tell you, creepy. I can tell you it's for really sure creepy. we've never said her last name because I don't, I, I know he said well, I wouldn't it. know it. I know he said it is like the roommate thing. I don't know her first name. No, no idea. Okay, but you said, maybe you said, okay, you said it one time. Oh, I know, and then, I know. And then he listened to that episode and he remembers and he's keeping a list of files on his computer categorized by yeah. the names of people based. Steve, there's nothing. Somewhat affiliated I mean, you must show. know by now there's nothing you can say to me about this guy that would surprise me. No, but I'm just nothing, saying, it, nothing. This, is, this is like concrete evidence of a level of creepiness that we haven't seen. This led everyone to question. Is Bob Murchison a Dave Cullinane guy? Wait a second. So he goes back to June. You're on this episode? I think I've cracked this case, my friend. This one says 6, <clears throat> 6 27, 2019. You, you think he's, Steve's involved? He's a cult? No. Bob Murchison is a Cullinane fan. He's not oh, he's taken true. a single episode. <laughs> he's defended, and he's defended when he criticized Cullinane. He's his wife's honor. He wants Steve out and Cullinane in. He's a Cullinane guy. He's a Cullinane guy. I don't even think of that. Wow, it's all coming together. We have to get those shirts. I'm a Cullinane guy. <laughs> Well, I, 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 you think that's it? It's got to be. Where's the Where are the episodes from when Cullinane was on? I'm not hearing them. He's clearly a fan of his wife. Yeah. Huh. He's a Cullinane guy. That. What if What if Cullinane's working with him? Could we make shirts with Murchison's face that say I'm a Cullinane yes, guy? Yes, absolutely. You know the picture of that for sure. <laughs> I mean, Barstool will put it up until they have to take it down. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, that would be the greatest shirt ever. Oh, should we do it? Yeah, let's pitch it. Send me a good picture of Murchison. We'll do it. I'm, I'm a Cullinane guy. This upcoming week, the gang finds itself on its way to the New York offices of Barstool Sports for a huge week of cross-promotion. Kirk and crew discussed being well-dressed for this occasion. We're going to look great in New York next week in our Milton's clothes, correct? We're good to go? Yeah. Electric. This is the guy you like of the three of us. He's the one you don't have any criticism. What the fuck is wrong with you? I can never tell whether it's a rhetorical question. Good radio instincts. That's what I said. Talk. What the fuck? You went to Milton's. Yeah, it was fantastic. I love Bill. Okay, fine. Fuck you. You love Bill. You love the clothes. Yes, I love the clothes. Bill. People in the fucking. I picked out the shirt you're wearing right now. Moving back to Jerry Callahan's appearance, the former number one radio hosts brought up. The friction that happened when Kirk left the program. Let's be clear. You apologized to me many, many times. And you apologized to me. I did not because oh. I didn't have any reason to apologize sure to you. Sure you did. Oh, of course I'm you did. I'm going to say it one of more time. Of course you did. I'm going to say it one more time. You turned on me. I didn't turn on you. Well, why would you have turned on me? You stayed at that you job. Turn? You stayed there. Right. And I fought for you every day. Okay. And we're not okay. doing okay. this again. Okay. You win. You win. You win. You win. I win. You, win. you apologize you to me. Everyone's going to be wondering why I would come on with a snake like you. Because you have no pride. You well, fucking crawl true. back in. <laughs> nothing else, else to go. do. This I psycho. I went there and every day, and, I, and you know I wanted you back. Why are we doing this? You know what? You know who else wanted you back? Joe Zarbano. 
Why are we all listening oh. to this defense? I'm huh? defending Joe Zarbano. He's, 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 he's a, a weasel. We'll, yeah. we'll, but, we'll spike that, right, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> okay, <go ahead. laughs> That's right. The other reason I was reluctant is I did his podcast before you two chimps were even around. Well, not, then, no, not yes, this po- not this podcast. I want your other podcast, right. which I told you was doomed to fail. I predicted that. Yeah, but that, but to be fair, at no point did I say, "Boy, Jerry, you're wrong. This is definitely going to be a huge success." Yes, I you told, did. No, remember you the fight we had on the air? But, you yeah, said no, it's going to be big. No, but but I said uh, the difference between me and you is you know you would always say i can't trust tim murphy and i would say i acknowledge that but it's my best option i would you say you didn't say yes, i acknowledge I did. it and i would say to you he you, kissed your ass and i would and say and that. i would say to you you can't trust mark hannon and you would say yes i can okay and, we were both wrong right we were both wrong <laughs> but that's not the story here the story is you lying about me that's well what saying i stabbed you in the back no but you just the opposite just me being me what are you gonna do right that's my <laughs> point that's you and and he would tell me he'd, he'd do it in his little periscopes and then he'd call me up and say i didn't mean it yeah i didn't I made that up no, i got worked up See, so, oh no no, no, no i meant no no i meant every, it, i meant it in the heat of the moment but, yeah, I, but I, you can't even define it what did i ever do that would be defined as stabbing you in the back staying that's not true okay well i'm just telling you that's in my mind so staying at work right doing but my I, job you should have just walked walked where what but he got walked where i love go, this go and join him I do, didn't do have a an podcast. Offer. Yeah, he do, didn't. Do he, he, no, he, he, no, he, he, no, he, he didn't. He really, went to he did, radio.com. He, did, yeah, he didn't really have an option. He and, really and he got paid a lot of money to do nothing. True. I used to see him. I know. Talk I could, to him. By the way, I could still be doing that. Right. Would they you have been be. more or less likely to and put they, you they both on radio? They didn't ask me. They didn't ask me. They didn't want me to come to radio.com. You'd agree. You made that up too. No, no, I, no, no. I, no, I, I didn't make it up because I never said. No, I never said that was the case. All I said was you never really individually investigated that on your own. Jerry and Kirk then talked about the circumstances that led to Callahan's exit from WEEI. You call, so I'm driving up to Maine and you call me. First of all, I think you know, and I know in from what we used to do, that when you're that close to your contract being up and they haven't talked to you yet, you're not coming back. Well, I told you they weren't right. uh, bringing me back and you didn't believe it. Well, I felt bad. I didn't. I didn't uh, you, you just know, kept you, saying, they're going to bring you back. Which doesn't make any sense back. to me. But then they're I thought gonna... about, but the only thing I would say was, remember we talked about it and we agreed was, listen, if they think it's going to placate Murchison, right? They'll do it, and I think, right. and ultimately, that's what it was. There's no. That was the only issue. I mean, they literally told me, sat down with the general manager, and he said, "This business model isn't working." So it was after the show that Friday. Uh, so you do the show Friday. Correct. Friday. You have, July you have no 12th. idea that the. I mean, you obviously we've talked. Well, we I had some idea, but I thought they would wait. I got to give my friends at Entercom credit. They gave me uh, the last seven weeks off. That's true. Could they could have kept me till the end of the summer? So you do that Friday. Sh- so you do that Friday show. And he said, "This just isn't working." They call the you into into whose office? Hannon's office? office. So it's Hannon Zarbano. You? Yes. Okay. So you know what's happening then? Yes. Or no. Yes. You know you're getting it then. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So you walk. And he in. just said it, it had nothing to do with anything other than Bob Murchison. Like same with. Well, with you, it was a little more complicated because you're complicated. I am complicated. But he said they'd lost $4 million a year last two, like $8 million, And I think it's more, actually. $8 million in the last two years. They just couldn't afford it anymore. Right. And they had to make a change. So Isn't one amazing guy, when you, when you, literally one guy brought us both down, you know, changed the whole station, changed the way everyone does their job. Well, brought, gave us the lead. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah, <laughs> give, give, Got to give him credit. When you hear him yesterday, though, you listen to the podcast, right? From a couple of days ago, the one we did Ooh. with Murchison? Yes, What'd you think of it? It was spectacular. Thanks. That's all I wanted to hear. Couldn't tweet that out. Yeah. <clears throat> when you hear that and you hear like how crazy he is, can you fucking believe that these people no, from it's the amazing. top field and I keep saying, all the way down, they allowed like, this guy. When I hear that, it's, you know, it's the, it, it, it was two years ago that he came into our lives and we, we laughed. Yeah, almost exactly. You know, we laughed at, you know, there's been people like that before who said they're going to the harass time. the advertisers and you think, you know, they'll give it a shot and they'll go away. And we were riding high. You tweeted out the ratings. 
two summers ago. 13-7. 13-7. And now they're getting sixes and they're celebrating. Celebrating, right. Um, but um, we thought it would go away. It would just, you know, it wouldn't last and he just wouldn't let up. We meet with him, as you've discussed before. That we, That is just about two years ago right now. Right. So we agree to do the things he wanted us to do, Ooh. including go to- Well, not quite. Sensi- <clears throat> well, we didn't sign anything. Well, they wanted we us went, right. I we mean, went you, to sensitivity training. Jerry will sign anything usually they put in front of him in intercom meetings, but this is the one time he didn't. They had this, basically Murchison said, I don't want you guys to talk about transgender issues ever again. We went we, to sensitivity training. We, right. we did a podcast. We agreed to have him or anyone else on the air. Anytime. Any advocate, his son, yeah. anyone. This was when the whole station went, yes. right? Or was, so, it was October. No, before that. This is October of 17. Right. Okay. Right. So we did everything he asked, and we assumed that the, he was going <clears> to <throat> do what we asked and just go away. And he didn't. Uh, Jerry, you, what are you doing? Oh, shit. Yeah, what are you doing today? <laughs> what are you doing today? You like, these, you like these phone calls. Oh, I hate those. I hate those. You only those prank calls are funny? No. Well, some of them, yeah. But to, just to say, what are you doing is not funny. Have it's, you gotten through on any shows? I have not. Well, you, you should do it. Kirk, Kirk and order me I, to do it. I, I no, think the Red Sox should for Rich Mandarin. I love Larry and Craig. They're good guys. That was you, great. You what was the word you used last night? That was that so you? funny. Cruel, when they just right? kept, huh? You said it was cruel. It was cruel. It was yeah, cruel. Because Larry's a great guy. More on the Callahan appearance. But first, we continue with the War of the Menifans and the numerous prank calls to local media. The lead call here is a call made to Florida's Sheeman and Shepherd show from Florida. He has something that you guys haven't heard yet. Oh, he has more. I yes. guess there were, were there just a shitload over the weekend? Uh, yes, he yeah. had a busy weekend. He also I, called uh, Shimon and Shepard. Who? Shimon and Shepard. Isn't that what it's called? I love the latest on uh, yeah. Melvin Gordon and some AB <laughs> news as well. Let's go to the phones. We're talking some NFL here early on a Thursday. Oh, good. It's Shimon and Shepard on 99.3 ESPN at 239-337-ESPN. Tim in Boston, up on the harbor. What's going on, Tim? Oh, God. Hey, Tim. Craig Meat, good to hear your voice, buddy. What's going on, Meat? Yeah. Meat, what's happening? Here. Hey, <laughs> Meat, I used to listen to you when I was driving around in the back of my dad Peter's Suburban. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You you had a great show there, brother. Thanks. So I'm a little nervous about this game with the Bills this weekend. Why? Um, well, I think you banged up at left tackle a little bit. Uh, I don't even think that's it. You know what it is, though? Here's the, here's the thing. I lo- hold on. I, hold on. I love Pete, but Pete is the biggest yapper who ever, like, he doesn't, he's, he's doesn't, this is almost, <laughs> he's a, per- the guy get almost a perfect show to call into in the way because he doesn't listen. He doesn't know anything about anything. Yeah. He's so self-involved. I love him, but go ahead. <laughs> the Patriots defense against Josh Allen, I think they're going to create some problems for him. I, re- I really do. I think something, something we're overlooking What's that? is uh, Kaskowski is having a horrible start to the season. Yep. He's like the Scott Norwood of... Uh, well, the Pats right now, but I do, I do think they're going to win. I think those sodomites in Buffalo are going to feel like a freight train rendered them. Uh, they, they're going to be dismantled what? brick by by brick. Yeah. Um, the yeah. undefeated three and record gone. Oh. But I, but what we have on our side, we got Giselle, make any they sense. have Linda Mox. I mean, there's there's no contest. They have, they have who? <laughs> he said we have, we have they, Giselle. They have Linda Marks. Why do they have Linda Marks? They just <laughs> they just do. Okay, go ahead to bring into this game there's no comparison but it does still make me nervous i will pray to podcast jesus that they pull it out but i i am definitely now nervous. pete follows me on twitter still- keep in mind yeah and checks in every once in a while <laughs> and knows nothing doesn't, no, no, doesn't nothing that, nothing no. i like that even the mothership barstool radio was not immune to a call to kirk's radio dad mike portnoy and the cousins let's uh, we got a phone we got one call well, here he's that- gonna send them out today we got one yeah We'll send them out today. We got uh, we got a call here. Who wants to talk about Chick Fil A. 
Oh. Um, is who it is a chick? it? You're on the line. I don't know your name. Mutt? It's <laughs> weird. Yeah, Mutt, Mutt in Boston. What's up, guys? Mutt, okay. Are you, you're a radio guy, Mutt? Yeah. <laughs> you want EEI? Yeah, I just wanted to know what you guys are doing today. No, are you on EEI? <laughs> you on EEI? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, Hate EEI. Uh, good. Me okay, too. I don't care. What, what do you got on uh, Chick-fil-A? Uh, well, first of all, what are you guys doing today? <laughs> what do you mean? We're doing a radio show. Today? What, are you offering right, something? Can you hang up? Yeah, what are we doing? So it's, it's, <laughs> apparently, it's Kirk Minahan's Zaw guy. Is not happy. Calling in to troll and all that. Oh, all right. We're not, we're not doing that. Here. No, no talk about humorous also. What the fuck? I'm doing a radio show. And I heard, apparently, someone tweeted a large during the breakfast show oh, okay. that Kirk is... I don't know if Kirk is doing it. or yeah. Actually, I, I don't think Kirk is doing it. It's I don't know how the Kirk Minahan... Oh, I know who to call. That I know who to call to stop yeah, that. We don't, we don't do that. Here. We're not doing that. We're here. We're just doing a radio show. I, I, I like, I like yeah. that their strategy is like, look, like that is completely like random. It doesn't make any sense. Skip back to the hard, you know, sensical radio that we give you people every yeah. day. I, this is, guy wanted to talk about whether or not there were enough Chick-fil-A sandwiches in the office. Good. Joe and Sagas on Theo. Joe. Hey, guys. I think if the Red Sox got Theo back, it would be the best thing that they've done since they first originally got Theo. But real quick, I just wanted to say the worst Halloween costume for Shaughnessy is a cop because his son will be killed up. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the calls to local media, the call of the week was this one to WEEI's Mustard and Johnson. In Providence, you're next on Sports Radio WEEI. I'm excited. I haven't heard this. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on with you? I want to talk about Theo a little bit, but first, can I get a quick plug-in? I'm actually up in Maine for the yeah. weekend for a charity event. I know you guys have a lot of listeners in Maine. Yeah. And we, we have a, a big event this weekend. It's the uh, Mark Moroso Memorial Hot Dog Team Contest. It's a great event for charity. Larry, where'd you go? First of all, let's stop. Let's, let's stop right away before He's we start. He's already in his car. Before we stop. So... These guys should at least know who Moroso is. Yes, I mean, he's, he's probably produced that show. I think he probably has. <laughs> he's been in that building. You know, they should know who that is. <laughs> the Mark Moroso Memorial. It's, it's also odd that you have a hot dog eating contest to memorialize someone. And, no, the best part, which I think they realize after the call, is that he just says it's in Maine. <laughs> there's no, there's no details, no website. Well, you gotta go find it. <laughs> Just drive up to Maine. You'll find it. Yeah, you run into it. It's, it's huge up there in Maine. It's not that big a state. Everyone's talking about it. So so Mark died. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we're going to honor his life by doing what he loved best, eating hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, right. It would be so inappropriate. If you had a friend that died, you'd be like, all right, line up, shovel the hot dogs down your gullet. That's what I mean. Like, his parents are there or... Like his wife and kids or something, the guys are just shoving hot dogs in their faces. Like there's a big picture of him over there. We want to remember Mark how he lived. (laughs) In a way, that would be appropriate. It would, yeah. All right, go ahead. Larry out here, he can eat a lot of hot dogs. Mustard, relish, uh, ketchup, and mayonnaise. Make sure you got plenty of mustard up there, Mike from Providence. Absolutely. Right. But seriously, though, no, it's a great event. And believe it or not, the MC of the event this year is Andrew Dice Clay. But hopefully, hopefully he will keep it clean. But I wonder if you'll call people the B word. Actually, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So, <laughs> so they landed. This event that needs promotion on a Saturday morning in May. They landed Andrew Dice Clay to MC a hot dog eating contest. These guys have no suspicion about this. <laughs>
Actually, Andrew Dice Clay, who I never liked as a comedian, I really like his work as an actor. He has totally evolved. Oh, really? He's really? become a tremendous goes, oh, character actor. It's really, really happening. Yeah. <laughs> You'd never know it was the same guy from the 1980s. As I said the, as I said the other day, like, think about why this conversation is taking place. <laughs> like, it is altering the world, like, in a weird way. Like, things things are, like... There are, like, mandates being given down. Right. So these down guys, by like, this conversation WEI. would have never happened. Like, Craig Mustard is talking about Dice's acting because I got mad because six other things happened. And yeah. then this guy, to his credit, is calling. Because Steve wore a hot dog shirt. True. David Field, <laughs> the president of Intercom, may have to send out an email saying, like, hey, anyone that calls about hot dogs is not no, getting on the air. No snapper talk. Yeah, he's he's a great guy, and yeah. he's actually hosting the event. I guess he was a right. friend of Mark's up yeah. in Maine that he's going to be helping raise some money. But anyway, so what are you doing? Very... Uh, wait a minute. So that's that's Andrew Dice Clay was a friend of, of Mark Moroso's yeah. well, before <laughs> before Moroso passed. Right. That's why. He's, that's so why every he's year M he comes to Maine. <laughs> MC the, the hot dog, the Memorial <laughs> Hot Dog Contest. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, he got another one down his gullet. <laughs> Hickory dickory dock. <laughs> Yeah, you want to be I'm a, I'm a cocking contest. Oh! <laughs> so you, uh, you go up to Maine and sign up? Is that what, as simple hold as on. that? Or? Hold on. <laughs> it's exactly as simple as that, Larry. That's it. Just go to Maine. Take, you jump what, over the bridge. Once you see the Welcome to Maine yeah. sign. You go over the bridge. <laughs> jump off a of Kitter if you want. Exit one. And I think there's a sign-up sheet right there. Maine <laughs> hot dog eating contest. Larry Johnson. You know. Yeah. <laughs> What do you do? Very... Uh, wait a minute. So what do you do? You uh, yep. you go up to Maine and sign up? Is that what, as simple as that? Or sorry, what? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> KFC. Keep in mind, there's someone producing the show. Right. Like, is he listening? They're probably not even listening. Right? No, no. At this point, who or, could listen? My only other thought is, like, it's got to be a fan of Kirk's. Oh, that's true, too. That's the only thing I could think that's of. That's true, too. Yeah. Up yeah. in that he's going to be helping raise some money. But anyway, so what, what do you do? Uh, wait a minute. So what do you do? You uh, yep. you go up to Maine and sign up? Is that what, as simple as that? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, you can come on cheer on the contestants and this and that. And they, you know, they have the raffles. And they, you know, and um, basically you share on the contestants. Now, the, the big favorite this year is ha is Harlan oh, Matheson. Yeah, he wins it every year, and this year. I'm actually hoping that I can finally beat him. Because one year, yeah, one year I actually finished second. Uh, at least that's what I told all my friends and family. That I <laughs> and I'm hoping to actually beat him this year. So that's the plan. How do you actually prepare for this? This is fucking unbelievable. This is fucking unbelievable. Hold on. Hold on. The guy's getting a full interview. What's great is whoever this guy is, and I love him. You're the best. You're the best. Keep calm. Like, you could tell he wasn't in any way prepared that they were actually going to... He wanted to get all the stuff in. He told in. me that. He, they, at the end, well, yeah. I won't give it away, but he's like, I didn't have any more. I didn't know what to do. Well, you know what I mean? I mean, things take time, so it's like you can't just go in there and of course they do. try yeah. to eat 12 because you're going to get sick. So, basically, over oh, I, time... I debate 12? That. That, that's mere... Uh, that's come Larry. On. That's a snack. <laughs> Larry's yeah, overweight, I mean, in case you're wondering. You know, we, yeah. we don't have... We don't have... Uh, what is, you know, what is, like what is that? What's that guy's name? Yeah, what is that? What is he? He is like 70 or something like that on July 4th. The yeah, guy who wins. No, he's just not. What's the other guy? Kobe? Kobe I? What's his name? Cullinane. Cullinane, I think. <laughs> no, he's a, he's an Asian guy. I don't know what his name is. This yeah. is exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really? Hey, let's, hey, you know, I could talk about this all day, but what's your Red Sox comment, Mike? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I was just calling about the hot dogs. <laughs> you fraud. He messaged me. He was like, they asked me to go on about the Red Sox. I didn't have any more material. I ran out. <laughs> Jerry Callahan and Kirk Metahan discuss the impact of Bob Murchison on their top-rated program, Kirk and Callahan, on WEEI.
They discussed wanting to speak to advertisers and how Entercom was not supportive. My issue is now only with the people at Entercom, David Field, right. all the way down, and the advertisers. Fuck them. Like, I, I'm not I'm not being sympathetic. We, and we, we would work there. And that was our attitude then. Jerry and I's attitude was, fuck the advertisers who bail. And the pussies of the EI and Entercom would say, well, because they're salespeople. Well, we need to try and get them back. We need to try to, you know, whether we would it's, literally what's her name? Just, uh, Deb Goldberg? Yes, the, 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 the state treasurer. treasurer. Yeah, who yeah, bailed. Bailed. Yeah. And we would say, just give us a chance to tell our side of the story. They heard from Murchison. Now, why don't give us 10 minutes? And they never, it never happened. Never. Never let's happened. Say, let's I get said, lunch. Let's we'll do have, that. We'll talk on the phone. Just let me explain our side of the story. Explain where he's wrong. And where, and they never did. They just, all they were so afraid of him. And they would say, don't mention him. He'll go away. And we'd be like, "Do you are you familiar with the guy? He connected to reality? He's never going away. No. And he didn't. And except now, I think he's gone away now because well, he's gone away from me. Yeah, I know. I'm convinced they've struck a deal. Like yeah, I think part of, of the deal was Jerry goes, Kirk's gone. That show is gone. We're going to replace it with a show that you know whether or not the guy in the past has tweeted stuff or said stuff about transgender people. You can look that up. I don't know, but we're going to put in the show now. It's going to be safe. The whole day is going to be safe. You know, pussy radio from six a.m. to midnight. And Merchant said, okay. Fine, I'll it go. It is amazing. He just changed the tone of the whole station. The 4A thing, we've told that story before. It's fucking unbelievable. We went, we went down to Philly that day to meet with David Field about Murchison. Right. We had lunch with him, and we were in a pretty good place leaving it. We got on the plane, and I remember- Smooth sailing from here, Jim. Literally, Mark, Mark Hammond <laughs> turned to me before, the, before we sat down in our seats in Philly and said, look, if we see how the headlines for the next couple of weeks, I think we're going to be fine. Right. <laughs> Plane landed. I turned on the phone, dead spin of the Fourier story. And I was like, and by the way, Fourier got absolutely fucking railroaded. Right. I mean, totally railroaded by Shirley, another person who should be mentioned in this whole thing. It's a right. huge well, character. I always say Murchison, like one man brought us down, but it's not one man. No, it's, the Globe. It's the newspaper, the Boston right. Globe. It's Shirley, this this activist right. who pretends to be a journalist. Right. That, and, yeah. you know, the idea that, the globe completely abandoned you know journalism they don't do journalism anymore they're just a, a left-wing rag that yeah. advocates and 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 and, <laughs> and supports people like murchison oh right. yeah fuck the boston globe kirk and jerry discussed their different approaches and how menahan can get upset at those he feels are disloyal so this is why we we you and i battle about this all the time you're more rational than i am but you have some of that same stuff that's why when i hear chris and ken playing slapdick i get mad i can't help it chris the the Co-host of the morning yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Now, see, I I disagree with you on that. I mean, Ken Ken's happy. He likes it. It's just sporty, and you know, he's. A big Don't you feel bad show. that we went to Pittsburgh and that fucking wake? Now I can't believe we did that. Is that fucking unbelievable? I was just in trying my to defense. Be nice. I was I was a, I was a week out of the nut house, so I, my mind was all over the place. I don't yes. know what your I don't know what your defense is. I know. Uh, just trying to be nice, and he was a good producer. He's a great button pusher. It's a nice area. It's a nice drive. But but. Curtis misses us. I don't care what you say. I don't think say. so. I, I think, think he's. I don't think he's ever been happier. He likes the fight. I think Not he did like, it first, but it seems like now he's really enjoying. Well, being now they're like, telling him. Management's telling him you're doing great. Yeah, well, right. he's management. That's like, true. He's telling. He's telling Ordway what to do. Yeah. He's telling Ordway what to do the fucking lead. I don't know. It's the whole. It's weird. And by but, the way, like they, our. It's like our show. It's like our show is like uh, when they wipe out a coach's record of the school, or like Larry Nasser, Michigan State. Well, like, except they like, still play your ads on the weekends. That's true, but I mean, I'm gone. You're gone. Gary's gone. Trendy's gone. Tomasi's gone. Alex, Alex is gone. Alex is gone. Mutt's Relic's gone. I think Mutt's gone, right? He's not Mutt's there gone. Mutt's yes. gone. They're all gone. <laughs> yes, it it's is amazing. Like, it never happened. It was it was a wildly <laughs> successful show. And one guy, the fucking, let, let me hear from Bob. Let me hear. What does Bob do best? That guy literally removed And we begged, begged our CEO, our GM, oh. everybody to go after him. Sue him. Right. 
confront him. Don't you think, doesn't it make sense? Like, they, why didn't they do anything? Like, well, they did nothing. Well, what was <laughs> amazing? He well, did nothing. Well, it cost well, him $8 million or maybe more. Unbelievable. I've heard higher than that. It cost him $8 million and our CEO did nothing. And the quote from him is, and maybe I'm, you can tell I me can if tell I'm wrong. I can tell you exactly right. what he said. We were both right there. He said he's just trying to make the world a better place. Right. And my jaw dropped and I said. That was at that lunch, right? Yeah. I said, yeah. excuse me? And then we met with him a few months later at that, at that stupid party. Hotel, right. And he said the same fucking said, thing. He said it would look bad for a big company like us going after one guy. Right. And I said, look bad? I'm, am I wrong? Are <laughs> you not losing four million bucks a year? Yeah, that, that looks bad. I, I would think any CEO would go after, you know, protect us and we yeah, talked about back. we talked about that dinner at, at Border Cafe with Curtis and Mutt, me and you. I couldn't imagine eating with Curtis now. I'd fucking vomit. But the uh, I, I think they knew all along. I think they the plan was to just move me out to Radio.com, and they knew I'd lose my mind. And they knew and that I warned you, and you went happily. Correct. I'm like happily. skipping oh, down the hallway. Okay, that's part one. <laughs> and part two is I knew they they knew then they were going to get rid of you. Even then, Callahan's visit to the new Menahan Studio was not just a social call. It was due to its proximity to Jerry's 1130 yoga class and also to discuss his next project. So you're going to do a podcast? Probably, yes. What do you mean probably? How are we at the probably phase? Right I mean, just announce it. You're We've here. We've been talking about this just forever. Fuck, just fucking well, announce you're, it. You're supposed to you know, close the deal for me. Okay, but I'm just saying in general, you're going to do them yes. on your own separate from right. me anyway. Right. So that's a yes. Yes. I love this idea like Steve Robinson. Just do it. I, I, I like I still listen just to do it. it. That's what people do. Like I, that's what, that's you know what that is. We used to do that deal with that all the time in radio. Yeah, you just do this. You put this together and just keep going. But do you have any ideas? Do I, any I would thoughts? like to do it right. So the debate, not even the debate, but well, I guess the debate at lunch the other day was: Do if we're if we get on board, we're able to do something. Is it do we do that first, or we do his own first? It seems like there's some disagreement in there. No, Steve. Yeah, I mean, I think. It, uh, Steve's of the mind. Steve's smart, but he's in this in this area. He's pretty dumb. To say <laughs> just start it, just do it, is the wrong approach. Well, I think he means just start. Get it. Get everything get in a row. Like, just like when you're done I right just, now. I just, he, he, if I said when Kirk's done, I want to start. Do one right now. Yes. Just me. Yes, you could, do it. Do you, it. Could, you could do it if you wanted to. My, then my, it would sound... You could, you could just start <clears throat> as in, find a, a guest host to try out. Just like do something rather than waiting see, for I Kirk. I disagree. You're just sitting here waiting for no, Kirk. See, I, would, I, I, see, I, would, I, I think he's got to have... I disagree with that. I think he's got to have a couple of co-hosts he knows he's doing with and be good to go and have a show. But you would say these Radio.com podcasts are good. Um, so, I mean, Sal and Pell is like my... <laughs> That's the prototype. I'm, I want to be like Sal. Could you be one Scallon, of the, you, What is it called? Scallon, Scallon, Scallon pals. pals. Can you believe somebody, a guy you trust yes. with your life, well, thinks that's a good idea? That actually wasn't him. That was Mr. D, your buddy Mike D, who we sat there and had a meeting with two years ago. Yeah, for like an hour and a half. Kissed our ass. Ugh. It was like, you guys are unbelievable. You're the greatest. That was right he before. Wanted to, he wanted to have us go national. He that said, was right. That's right. The could last you do hour. three hours of your show, and then we're going to send an hour on. That might have been the same day. I forget. We then went to lunch, and Sam Kennedy told us how bad. Castiglione sucked in the radio right. broadcast. And he wanted and to make a change. How he could fix it. And there's nothing we, he can really do about it. How Just much bring he hated, in 15 guys. How much he hated David it. Price. Yeah, and he came to us looking for ways to improve the ratings because right. the ratings were so bad. Yeah. They're unbelievable. I mean, no one's writing this story. No one's talking about it. The Red Sox ratings are so bad. Well, why do you think no one's writing Historic. about that? Who's gonna Historic. Who's going to write about it? Nobody. The guy who... Nobody's going to talk about it. Right. The guy who's going to write about it is owned by the same guy who owns a team. The studio has been built and this was move-in week. And the show discussed the day they will be up and running, and the neighborhood. The hours are when the church services are. So, but the doors are locked right now, and there's nobody in there. Did you try the door? Yeah. You went and jiggled it? Yeah. I jiggled it, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see. Did you jiggle it Yeah, jiggle, jiggle. <laughs>
We're going to be in the studio, the main studio on, on Thursday. Thursday. Yes. Oh, really? really? That's the plan. Yes. Things are coming along. Is that true or, no? or is, it, is it actually going to happen or no? I mean, have I misled you about any aspect of the studio <sighs> phase? No, absolutely not. 100% from the start. A, a yes would have sufficed. <laughs> I mean, really, well, I'm not questioning your honor. I was curious. Well, I told you Jesus. the plan for the studio, Joe. Is that true? How dare you? <laughs> Have I misled you? About no, I'm like, we're, we're actually we're smirching Kurt, Chris, the uh, the studio guy. Or what was the painter's name? Chris. Chris. Chris, and who's the other guy? Uh, uh, Dave. Dave. No, sorry, Michael. Mike. Oh, hey, question. okay. You're questioning Chris and Mike now. Fuck you. We're actually, we're actually going to be in the poll room on Thursday. We Is are? It? Yeah, that's where we'll do it. Is With the desk? Called? No. Oh, Jesus, Steve, you're not funny, okay? Are we going to be in the fucking studio or not? Yes, I, that's God. what I told you. Into his comedic Wouldn't web, be... we, to his comedic web again, <laughs> we fall. Wouldn't it be crazy if we were in that pool room? <laughs> I mean, the, the, the hilarity that would ensue. I mean, nobody sets you up and knocks it down like Steve. Nah. Where's the joke? Where's the joke there? Walk me through that comedic, like, where's the joke there? The, the joke is that you said, I said, we're going to be in the studio room. And you're like, is that true? And I was like, yeah, of course. I mean, I've never misled you about any aspect of the studio space. No, I'm wrong. We're actually going to be in the poll room. Yes, I was misleading you. It was a big elaborate ruse. But where's the joke there, I'm saying? I'm not big, mad at you. It was a big, I was, where's, where's the humor I, there? I was making fun of the notion. I, I want to get in the mind. That's all. I was What's... making fun of the notion that I would be like, yeah, we're going to be in the studio and then not be in the studio. Isn't that a funny notion? <laughs> do you understand that's not funny, or do you think that's funny? I, I think it was a... Uh, I, I don't know why you asked the question. I don't know why you're like, is that true? Are we actually going to be in the other studio? Well, because sometimes things don't happen. <laughs> like, just maybe we won't be. Maybe you said... You said at, at, you said the word used in the sentence before that was, it's, we're scheduled to be there as of right now. It was so more that, that like, leads is me that to actually say, true, or is it going to be delayed by yeah, 10 days? Right. Oh, okay. All right. Do you think you understand that? Because you said in the sentence before that. What, would you say that as planned or something? Scheduled or something, right? Which yeah, led yeah, me to yeah. say, okay, yes. well, there's some doubt in your mind. Are you sure? Well, and I mean, said, th things could always happen. Okay, if... Okay. Steve's things take time. I'm it's not going to quite I'm, take off the same way. I love that Steve gets... I mean, I, I mean, a meteorite could land on the studio and fucking kill us all. God willing. What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm rooting for it. In what could only be described as a homoerotic moment, the show discussed how Robinson, sporting a Chevron mustache, was working in the new studio, topless and glistening with sweat. I walked in. Steve's all a tizzy, a tizzle. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah. He's, so he's got a hideous mustache. You, you look like a fucking total pervert. Why? Oh, <laughs> you want to hear about a pervert? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean by that? <laughs> he apparently... Was traipsing around here the other day with his shirt off, and then what? and one of the neighbors stopped by to say hello. What? And old, I was I was in the studio. I was putting together desks, and I was sweating. So I took did my. Did he tell you the story? <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, which is bizarre. Anyway, go ahead. So I, I took my shirt now he made off. Made me watch actually. So I, was, I was just I was sweaty, and no one was coming in, and so I'm swinging hammers and stuff, and I hear hello down the hallway, and it's our our neighbor downstairs coming up to say hello, and he's this nice like. Steve said, "Oh, just getting some guy. work done." Right. <laughs> Down that way. <laughs> you took your shirt off? <laughs> yes, when, when people are working and they're hot sometimes, when they're doing physical labor. Yeah, but Kirk, I mean, it's... I didn't care for his boyish giggle when he <laughs> said that either. I know. It's... <laughs> What? Well, what the end of the, the end of the story is the neighbor downstairs invited me out for drinks. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Did you go? He said, yo, I was, I was very good friends with the guys who were up here. 
don't think the accent's necessary. <laughs> He's from uh, Portland, Maine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> where, where is that guy from with that accent exactly? Know. Italy, Greece, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Why do you have a mustache? Uh, for you, Kirk. To relate, Please get relate to his Italian brothers <laughs> from the from the motherland. I thought you'd appreciate this. It, I don't think I don't think Mike knew I had a mustache until. Did you, you know that, Mike, it. or no? No, no. Probably should put my shirt on. Just had to shower. Yeah, I did take a break. Yeah, it's tough. It's nice shower. Fifty-eight degrees today. <laughs> soaked. Just pop this shirt off. <laughs> Say hello to the neighbors. I'm soaked and I'm sweating too. By the way, if you catch my drift. <laughs> He went over to the church to, oh, you guys uh, doing some praying? <laughs> That's why these biceps showed up. <laughs> I understand this, uh, this desk can take quite a bit of weight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it out. What's this guy's name? I don't know. You didn't ask his name? Uh, no, he gave it to me. I was, it was oh, all he, gave it to he, gave, <laughs> he gave it to you. Did you guys shake hands or no? Yes. You did? Yeah. So sweaty, shirtless Steve is shaking hands with this man? Yes. Why well, was that? Is, do we have video? We don't have a security camera here, do we? No, we don't. That's too bad. I'd like to see that. It's a shame. Does this guy have a shirt on? <laughs> yes, <laughs> did. Yeah, I did. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it just felt like when you're in Rome, you know? Yeah, right. Brought back to the old days. Right. Oh, my God. I, I love like that once. He looks like that teenage lover of mine from 1972, <laughs> Summer of Love. Look at this man with his mustache. I don't know his... who you're talking about. Do the accent, Steve, so I can get a full picture. <laughs> oh, no. Don't worry about me. <laughs> his sense of humor is not great, but that's okay. We can work on that. He doesn't need to talk. Let me ask you something, Steve. Sweaty shirtless Steve. A half hour of advertising. What do you get for a spot on Bob Hart's Apicholo? Get on your knees and tell me. <laughs> Sweaty shirtless Steve can be added to the yes. list of parody accounts. Back to Jerry and Kirk. Jerry talked about an individual management wanted for a permanent third person when Kirk and Callahan debuted. So when Jerry and I started the show, once John left, I was convinced, and so was Jerry, that we wanted to have just a rotating third person in every day. I think, right? We were pretty much yeah. locked yeah. up in that. Uh, Phil came in one day and said, guys, I got like, right, to, immediately everybody wanted us to have a third, like a full-time, the idiots like Zarbano and all that. Wanted to have fucking uh, Mark Bertrand or whoever That's every crazy. day. Fucking Chris Mannix. You know, just awful. So... Uh, Phil's like, I close the door. He's like, guys, I got an idea. He's like, I've been walking around. I can hear this in my ears, in my head. He's yeah. like, the third person with you guys. You guys know Danielle from the Greg Hill show? <laughs> wow. We never told, holy shit. Have we ever told that story? I don't on this podcast? think so. I don't think so and either. She was supposed, they scheduled to do a show. So she comes walking down a couple days before. Very, very, I always say very nice. nice. I feel, I feel, she's, she's very she's nice. Very yeah. nice. She's not supposed Obviously, to be 100%. On, she's on very there. nice. Oh, hey, wow. Yeah. Very nice. She's Obviously. not supposed to be on a sports station or doing no. guy radio. Anyway, she comes down and she says, I, I don't know anything about sports. I don't want to do this. And we the like, conversation was uncomfortable about like, how un okay. how bad, like it was just uncomfortable. Remember? Yeah. And they mistreated her. They she was probably still did. They were fucking with her contract. And we were like, do it, and you know. She, and we were like, felt bad for her. Like, you don't have to. Well, I think our thing was, <laughs> if you want to do a show with us for a day, if it helps you out with your deal with them, do it. Right. right. The show wanted to know if Callahan had heard the Mikey Adams podcast where John Dennis ripped his former co-host. But Callahan was mum on Dino's table habits. Where did you and Dino eat the night before? Carabas? <laughs> No, we no. ate at this real nice steakhouse, and he didn't drink. Well, it was finger, the night before. Did any finger food to start? Or and no? he didn't drink. I did. No. Did you hear Dino on a Mikey Adams podcast? I did not. I heard about it. Oh, he was not a fan of yours. Not no. only that, like he was like unbelievably nice to me. It was He's bizarre. So He's like everybody else except Lou. He's scared of you. Let me hear the. Do you have the Dino audio about Jerry? Oh, let me hear this. Oh, you never heard this before? No. 
God, let me uh -huh. hear this. So here's my problem. I have no problem with Kirk. Oh, this the problem is that bullshit. I have is with disloyal <laughs> backstabbing Jerry Callahan. There you go. Pause for effect. Oh, <laughs> Same as that. <laughs> that huh? Don't Am forget to talk to the quarterback's family. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> because had it been me, I would have come to both of these two knuckleheads, Dennis and Minahan, and said, listen, Dino's got nine months to go here. Can we just play nice? For nine months. For nine months. Right. He'll, he'll, he'll finish his contract and I go. I agree with the we'll guy 100% so far. Let this be a graceful right. for everybody's exactly. situation. And Why didn't he yeah. do that, do that. He chose you were to hitch his wagon hold to, on, hold to on. Kirk and, and stick his tongue up Kirk's ass. Mm -hmm. Okay, did I do that? Yes, you did once. Okay, you Four were there. Myers, you you were there. Is, that, is that accurate? Is what accurate? What he just said? Uh, what we say so far is laying out a scenario that didn't happen. He's just saying he wished this had happened. Oh, all right. Keep playing it. Do we have the part where he shit where he says that that yeah, they went to went to Jerry when but when Jerry was sick? Yeah, where he says that you went behind his back to get rid of him. No, hey, but I'm talking about that's a lie. I'm talking Kirk about Jerry was, with was me. I'm talking about the part where Jerry was faking having. I mean, when Jerry had cancer. And, Another uh, lie. The you had cancer. I agree. I'm the best one of the great scams oh. of all time. I'll just say it if you don't have it. Dino says that when you were sick, you know. He says he's never said this before. He said like 50 times. He said that he, that they went to Dino and were like, listen, we're going to give you a new contract. We want to get rid of Jerry. And Dino said, listen to me, God damn it. If you <laughs> that, fucking, is, that is how 100% dare you. false. In fact, just the opposite happened. Um, I can't imagine as a listener wanting course Dino not. and not of Jerry. Not. <laughs> and in his defense, he doesn't remember anything. Those pickles, that's true. He doesn't remember that's anything. So I mean, things yeah. like that. He didn't have a three-year contract. He had a five-year contract. Right. We both did. I right. mean, my agent got it for him. But why does he hate you more than me? Because he's afraid of you. He hates yeah. you more, but he's afraid of you. If he said that about you, he knows you'd go scorched earth, and he knows he has some secrets, and he's afraid you would go all in. I can't put my finger on any of the secrets. <laughs> you wouldn't. Can you imagine? You guys been around him enough. If mm -hmm. he said that about Kirk, if he lied about Kirk the way he lied about me. What I might have some issues. Kirk, I, I just dismiss <laughs> him day. as a pickled old fool. But I, but I don't even, like, there was no, I will say, Jerry and I talked about it. I'm happy to say that I tried to get rid of him. Like, here's what you would I do. I mean, I've admitted Kirk, that for years. here's what you would do. You'd pull out your phone right now. Read some texts. Want me to read some texts? <laughs> I would do that. And I won't do that. But if I did, you'd realize what an asshole he was. Don't you think Dino's happy he got out before the Me Too stuff started? Uh, yeah, probably helped. I don't think that was bad timing on his part. <laughs> no. no. Dino was, in some ways, he was very generous. Dino it was, was all, He wanted everybody to he have a good time. He oddly has, like, a big heart in a weird yes, way. and he like, wants you to have a good time. Where, like, you go out, he wants everyone to have a good time. What's amazing about him is when he gets drunk, you don't know when he's drunk. Right. He doesn't have any tell at all. <laughs> so he's talking about this great bolognese he made, and he brought Kirk, and Kirk, you know, eats like a little girl. He eats yeah, pasta. But meanwhile, I'm 40 so years old at the time. He brings him a Tupperware container full of bolognese. Yeah. says, oh, this is for you, and you go, oh, thanks. You barely knew him, and you just stick it in your bag. And we're walking to the garage, and without missing a beat, we're talking in conversation. Reaches in his bag, sticks it in the trash, <laughs> the whole thing, and doesn't, you know, we Does just break talking, and I just start laughing. I go, that, that, you know, worked hard on that bolognese. But I'm like a grown so eating a another family, man's like I'm going to come home and have his, like, you know. I guess you do it for Mike or something. Right. And Dino right. would have a party and we literally want everyone to have, did you have enough drink? Do you have enough to eat? Right. Yeah. Have you seen this? You want to eat this? And True. Like, Just leave me alone. Just relax. But he was in incapable of relaxing. Relaxing. He was so hyper. Like he couldn't, I couldn't believe he did the show for four hours. And think well, about it. But think about the energy. Like he's like the anti, you know, Greg Hill. It was oh, fast a, forward. It was a tornado. Right. And the it would just be. The Wolf of Guest Street. Someone would <laughs> say the wrong thing and he'd snap, you know. And True. Yeah, that's true. But he was, but he mellowed. 
Yes. I mean, he mellowed. Like, I, he, I couldn't believe it. He didn't fight back. He just, and then one day, he just quit. Right. And that, that was, was the, that was the craziest meeting ever because Field was there. And we went in there. And so Dino quits on a Thursday. I get back from Ireland with my parents. And we get called they were in. still alive? No. They get called in on a, uh, uh, were they still alive? Yes. That was the time. No, we, I did the last show with him was a remote in Connecticut at a golf tournament. And he was Great. No, that's not true. The last show you the did. Second to last. Yeah, Schilling, I think you did the show with. You can do a podcast. How about Schilling as a podcast? He's a possibility, although, as well, you know, laughs. he's nuts. Yes. And it's also just reliability to me is a big thing. So we do, uh, we whatever, we get called in after the Friday show. Dino quits Thursday night on, by text because he doesn't want to work with me anymore, we think. Friday, we get called in. David Field's there because, you know, Pearl Jam has a concert. <laughs> all right. So we get in there and they're like, yep, Dino's, we're all set. We guys are moving on. We it, We walked in. It, it 1001 walked out at 1003 and looked at each other like did that, that just really happen? fucking happen and then monday we started a new show kirk menahan has discussed his mental health challenges and he lashed out at his former weei colleagues at the super bowl this past year callahan discussed how this was addressed that was a bad day no shit that was a bad day i was there that was a bad day yeah but i told you that was a bad day i mean i, I apologize for that that's the first time you really turned on me yeah i was angry i was at angry. the super bowl i don't remember this so i so Radio.com sent me the Super Bowl, but I worked at Barstool all week. Right. And Jerry and Mutt like, started giving me some shit, so I fought back, is my recollection. Giving you shit. Isn't that a correct recollection? Um, what do you do, Jerry? Like, Tell the story. Air, I don't remember this. You just lost it. You were like, I did. I went all in. It. I went all in. Well, it was more Zarbano. Well, it wasn't when I was with and you. I think I, I think I almost got into a fight with Steve Diossi. That's true. <laughs> yeah. told him. Diossi, who's not only a big... He's an strong, awesome guy. That he's was, a great I, guy. I sent him a text and he immediately. he taps on your shoulder to say hi, and you go, fuck you, don't touch me. And I go, Kirk, you don't want to fight him. <laughs> but I sent him a text, immediately apologized, and followed up and apologized again, because he's an awesome guy. Wow. I almost called your wife that day, because you were in a bad place. I didn't know what to do. What, were we gonna, what the fuck were you going to do? But you didn't, and you didn't say, hey, let's get some lunch, let's talk this out. Yes, we had dinner that night, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> we did? Yes. Yeah. All right, fine. And that's a wrap for a memorable week of podcasts. For everybody here at Blindside Pods, I'm DEC. It is currently twit. Uh, Jesus, Mary. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Good weekend.